We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to Mavs Moneyball's Group Therapy. It's about 3.45 here in Dallas. It's Sunday, March 5th. For those listening at a later date, we're recording about an hour after the Mavericks fell to the Phoenix Suns late 130 to 126. It was a pretty entertaining game. Uh, I think if I was a passive observer, I might have not wanted to watch this game because it was like, there are lots of flopping and weird fake physicality and things of that nature, but there was also just some incredible, incredible shot making from both teams. Uh, Kyrie was excellent for the Mavericks in that fourth quarter, uh, but Kevin Durant and Devin Booker were just a little bit better. Pair that with the Mavericks kind of inability to team rebound and the ability to really play defense of any sort. Um, and, you know, you go look at some of the, the bigger box score numbers. It's kind of shocking that the Mavericks didn't get destroyed. Uh, the Suns missed a lot of three-pointers, which I think is, is frankly, something that Dallas schemed for. Josh Kogi was 0 for 8, for example. But they were getting good looks from three. Um, the Ish Wainwright ones were really painful. He was 4 or 5 from three, and that kind of helped seal the game. But, you know, and, and – a game of, of four superstars. I thought this was pretty fun. You know, I, I said this on the show that I just recorded with Josh, and a lot of people were talking about how bad Luca looked early on and how he didn't look good during warm-ups and how he was laid out there and how he was getting treatment and this, that, and the other. We're not going to talk about that because I think we're all thinking the same thing. I mean, you guys can talk about it, but I, I'm not going to. Um, so let's let's hang out here for a little bit. And we will uh, we'll we'll get on with our day. Get back to it. Um, all right. Coming up first is my man Ewan. Hey Ewan, what's going on? Hey man, what's up? 
How you feeling? How you feeling after that? Say that again. My mic wasn't all the way plugged in. I'm an I'm an idiot. Now I'm saying, how you feeling after that loss? <laughs> uh, you know, I the fact that that I felt like that that the Suns were going to break it open at some point and they just never did speaks to to how well the team kind of battled. You know, Rebecca in the in the comments noted Tim Hardaway was on fire, which is absolutely the truth. Um, man, this is. This is yeah. it's it's one of the it's one of the many that you know the Mavericks have played they're twenty two and nineteen in clutch games and it's one of these where it's just like man you hate to see him get away with it I don't think Luca's hit a game tying or game winning shot in a long time <laughs> and that starts to suck yeah it's crazy you think about it all the games we pretty much lost since Kyrie has been here has been one possession game got it to tie or take a lead and it's just it's like when are we really gonna come through and make you know make that shot? Is and but honestly, it's like I honestly feel like our offense, like, of course, is not the issue. It just feel like we're just one physical big man away or one legit physical defender away from just all right. This is this is we're gonna run the league, or run the West at least. That's how I feel because you can pretty much pretty much get whatever you want on offense, honestly. But it's just second chance opportunities. You know, and as much as Powell battles, as much as he fights, he just, you know, he, he just can't, he, he can't always come through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and he, like, you know, the, the Maxi Kleba being out was, I think, sort of a game deciding thing when you look at what happened there in the end, because it was DeAndre Ayton who had really been kind of ignored. He controlled the glass, but he didn't really offer much on offense because, frankly, his teammates weren't giving him the ball. But he had a putback there. And if you, it, I, I want to say that tied the game. I can't. That might have tied the game, and then Durant hit the game winner. And it was Powell took one in the chest on a drive. It wasn't even nearby. And there's no other Mavericks capable of of getting the rebound with Aiton in there because Aiton is enormous. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you could see, like, you know, with Luca complaining and stuff all year long, I can see how the beginning of the game was because it's like. It gets frustrated. Like you're getting fouled, you're getting whacked, and the refs is right there, and they're not giving you, they're not giving you anything. And then you blow a little bit of wind on the sun side, and they get a foul. It's like it's frustrating. And so, I, I don't know. So I have a question about that. So, just off the top of your head, do you know how many free throws the Mavs had versus the Suns? I do. I'm just curious based off of what. Well, what I know. Well, well, I know Luca at least had like 15 free throws. Luca had 19. So. Right. The Mavericks had 38 as a team. So it's it's one of those things where in the first half, it really did feel frustrating. But I think as the game wore on, it sort of took care of itself. But that sort of vibe wasn't – it was really bad for Luka in the first half. Like, he was very frustrated. You could tell. Yeah. Yeah. And the end of that – the um, was it the end of the third, end of the third quarter? The second quarter? I think it was the end of the third quarter. Bad three. Oh, we had – yeah, it's like those those possessions, those few possessions is like you could have just continued swinging the ball. And he yep. took you know he took a bad three with two defenders on him. Like those last few possessions of the third quarter was bad, but that yep. that was a bad sequence, and that kind of you know put us in a hole. But like I mean, like I said, I just feel like we're just like I said, Maxi really hurt us not being there today. But it's just we're just one big man, capable big man of boxing out from legit just these close games with a intangible stuff. We'll see the crazy because it'll yeah. be at the end of this year, it'll be two straight seasons of us having a similar complaint. Yeah, 
honestly, it's, it's been more than two years. It's been since Tyson Chandler. It's been over ten years of me asking for oh, a big no, man. That might be true. It's, it's been years. It's, it's, let's be serious. Well, the last viable big man we had was who? Who actually had size and maybe to get a rebound? Who? Samuel Dallenbeer, Dewan Blair. Like we, like it's just it's just been bad. Yeah. Uh, if we could address that in the offseason, I think we'll be fine moving forward if Kyrie was to sign, resign. But I don't know what we're going to do moving forward in the playoffs because we're going to be in games like this for the whole remainder of the regular season. So well, don't, don't look ahead at the schedule and see how many road games <laughs> the Mavericks have despite being 12 and 19 on the road. Yeah, man. We just got to figure out these last possessions, these two-point games, these three-point games. Or just not be in a two-point game to begin with. That'd be nice. True, 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 that. true. True. All right, man. Thank you. Of course. Um, Doe in the chat asked, uh, why did Maxi play? So obviously he's coming back from the surgery. I think it was, it, it, he was probable. And then during pregame warmups, something didn't feel right. And they're not going to risk at this point. They're not going to risk it. They, they want to get to the playoffs with him healthy. So that's why, uh, Brian, welcome back. What's up? Hey, I can't hear you. What's going on? Man, uh, I I had fun watching that game. It was I, fun. I actually, I shockingly don't really have any complaints about Jason. Come a little closer to the mic. We're not picking you up with your with your uh, with your phone. There we go. Yo, how's about now? Okay, yeah, I shockingly don't really have any complaints about Jason Kidd. I thought all of the rotation moves were pretty good in this game. Christian Wood was great off of the bench. Tim Hardaway was great off of the bench. Justin Holiday gave us really good minutes off of the bench. Josh and Tim did the best they could yep. offensively against Kevin Durant. And I, I don't know. I don't really have any complaints. I don't even have any complaints about the clutch offense because we finally got the shot that That's we won. That's a good Luka, point. Luka just Luka needs to hit the it. caught the ball left wing. But right, exactly. He caught the ball left wing, and then he turned into a like a mid-post situation, and he spun around, got the layup that we wanted. He just didn't make it. But I'm much more excited about that process than what we've been seeing all season. Sure. I think that's fair. I mean, I was telling Josh Bow in our postgame show, I nitpick a little bit having Timmy in there to guard Durant, but the Mavericks don't have anybody over six foot five. So there's an argument to be made that it really doesn't matter because Kevin Durant is so tall and so pure on those kind of like 12 to 15 foot shots. It's, it's not that dissimilar from Dirk. Yeah, no, you've got to have – honestly – Someone brought this up to me right after the game, and I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, it actually makes sense. I thought Christian Wood also gave like a pretty good defensive effort, especially like contesting at the rim in the second half, too. I wouldn't have been mad at having him in just for that. So if Kevin Rand is going to pull up and shoot, okay, it's going to be over a 6'10 guy with long arms instead of a 6'5 guy. Mm-hmm. Or if for some godforsaken reason they had gone back to Aiden in the post, or we needed someone there to you know help box him out so that we don't get you know like the second to last play where he scored on that putback. It would have been nice to have Wood out there for that, but I can't be mad at them closing with him just because of how awesome he was on both sides of the ball in this game. Um, I I I get it. Yeah. At this point, where in previous games I would not have. Yeah, some it, I do. Heath Heath makes a good point about Wood not playing in the end. There, Maxi makes the right play almost every time. It just does not matter. Not Maxi. Dwight makes the right play almost every yeah. time. It just doesn't matter. Whereas Wood. There's some instances like Wood, like just watch Wood on rebounds. The first time he boxes out will be the first time he's ever boxed out. Um, 
he just doesn't do it. I mean, neither does Luca. So it's not like a, a, a wood alone criticism. It's just when you got a guy like Aiton, you have to put a body on him because he will simply shove you underneath the rim. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We need to do a better job of that. And I think once we address this center position in the offseason, it will be pretty good. But honestly, it was a two-point game, man. We got the look we wanted. And then yep. we'd still have, like, the very obvious foul at the end of the first half where if we get that and Luca gets those free throws, game's won. That's the difference in the game. Yeah, Sean Sean in the chat notes that Ish Wainwright's threes changed the game. He's right. He's four, four or five from three. But I would bet with the way Luca was not closing out on him, like we give Luca a lot of shit and rightfully so on defense, there was probably a collective team decision of if Josh Okoge or if this guy gets threes, you let him shoot and you put a body on eight. Yeah, it was the Braun on Justin Holiday uh-huh. thing from last week. We, we literally just watched this. They decided already they weren't closing out on those threes. And then who the hell is Ish Wayne? That dude I'm not closing looked, out on him either. It worked on Josh Okogie all given, game. Like that dude, I, I, I'm looking up his like NBA profile, 6'5", 250 pounds. That dude was thick. Ridiculous. My goodness. He's a tank. Right. And so, and, and Harris in the, in, the, in, the chat, or in the chat says he's a sub 34% three-point shooter. That's the gamble you take. You know, right. that's the... That's the sort of thing that happened. Um, it, it like seems to happen to Rudy Gobert every year in the playoffs, where like the guy he has to guard when teams go small all of a sudden heats up, and you know it, it's it's frustrating. But then again, I'm also looking at Josh Okogie's open eight missed threes, where if that dude hits two, then it's not mm-hmm. a game even earlier, you know. Because it's with three point defense, there's some real gambling going on with what you're trying to do. So it's it's. I, I find myself like annoyed they lost, but I'm not super fired up about any particular decision other than I really wish Luca would have, you know, whatever was wrong with him. I wish he, it wouldn't have been, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our best defensive big is gone. And we play a team that everybody was talking about as like the number one contender in the West. Yeah. Pretty much down to the wire and basically have them beat. Luca just misses the bunny layup. Sure. I'll, I'll take that result. Oh, we'll see where they go from here. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for joining again. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Sam. Hey, Sam, what's going on? What's going on, Kirk? How you doing? You know, okay, Sunday, my son's birthday party, and I was at this place in Plano that is like all, it's like a Nerf gun, like, facility where you just go in and get Nerf guns and shoot one another and did that for like an hour and a half. Oh, that, that sounds fun. I wish I could shoot some things, but, you know, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like the like the last guy. Um, it sucks. Like you know, it was a good game, entertaining game. You just you know came out on the short end of it, and um, I think one thing that Rick always used to do that I used to like is that if you were hot, you were in the game no matter what until you just couldn't do it no more. Like you know, it didn't matter if you were a starter like Sean Marion. I remember he used to play games all the time, but then if he, if he didn't have it or if Deshaun Stevenson was hot, Deshaun Stevenson was in the game and Sean Marion was on the bench. And, you know, Jason Kidd doesn't do that, which, like I said, I'm not mad at it per se because it's Christian Wood, so you kind of never know what you're going to get. But he was cooking in the fourth quarter, and I just felt like maybe, you know, just with his length, he could have did a little something different, even though he's not a good defender. You know, he does block shots, which not saying he would have stopped Durant, of course, but, you know, that length may have done something different, maybe. Who, who knows? But um, I don't know. It's like I said, it's just – the thing that makes this loss suck is that fact that we've just given away so many games early on in the year. You know, the first Suns game, the Bucks game, the OKC game, 
you know, games like that to where, you know, if you lose a game like this, it's like, oh, well, you just lost a game like this. It happens. But now it's like, okay, now we're in the seventh seed, and now we have 17 games, if I believe, and, like, most of them pretty much going to be on the road. Yep, 10 of – I want to say 10 of the next 17 are road games. Yeah, and now you're going to have to do everything you can to try to stay out the play-in, which, you know, God knows because we already lost the tiebreaker with Minnesota. Now we're tied with the Suns. I think we still have a game with the Warriors left, so if we don't win I mean, that, there's an argument to be made that they don't finish, like, like that they don't make the play in. Like, I, I don't want to be that guy because I don't think that happens. But if if they continue at their current road, like, if if they continue, because they're, they're 12 and 19 right now on the road, which is not great, like 40% of, of the wins on the road. Like, let's say they win four of 10 on... Um, Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Four of 10 or four of, uh, yeah, so it's four wins and six losses. And so at that point, they would be under 500 just from those games. And then you have the the seven home games that they're basically, they've played 500 basketball for a while at home. So it's, things could go sideways. I don't think they will because this team, you know, has a little bit of pride, but it's, it's I think it's going to be uncomfortable for us. I mean, I think I, this is just my opinion. Just looking at the team at this point. Mm-hmm. Worst case, we should be the eight seed. Worst case, you know, we should be six, seven, or eight. I feel like, and I mean, obviously, if you're seven and eight, you know, even if you lose that game, you still have a home game against nine and ten. So, <laughs> I totally should win one of those two games because we got the guys that we have with Luke and Kyrie. Right. But the defense being what it is, the rebound being what it is. Man, I sound a downer, but I almost kind of want to get to the offseason at this point, just kind of start over because it's, it's frustrating just watching, you know, games come down to things that we knew we had problems with that we didn't address them or we tried to address them with, with JaVale McGee, right. which – and stuff like that. So who knows? But, I mean, I'm not going to give up hope, I guess, yet. No, I mean, it's, there wasn't really any – like, there were some, like, a few frustrating things in this game, but, like, other than – it came down to, like, really impressive shot-making. Yeah, and then Luca, you know, missing a shot that he normally makes ninety nine percent of the time. So it's yeah, it's just you know, it's one of those games. But like I said, it's just one of those things to where, when that happens, you know, all those games you, um, that you lost earlier in the year come back to bite you. And then that's what's happening now because Jason Kidd wants to play, you know, project with the team and would have taken it serious until now. Now it might come back and bite him. Yeah, we'll see. Well, Sam, thanks for hanging out. Hey, no problem. Have a good afternoon. Derek, it's been a while. Welcome back to the show. What's going on? Kirk, what's going on? Just uh just here. You know. I feel you. <laughs> it's glad hey, um, at least we have a game that's like midday versus yep. like at For nine sure. o'clock at night. <laughs> if this was a, if this was like a ten o'clock at nine game, I'd be mad just because of the lateness. Oh yeah, for sure. Those are the worst. <laughs> anyway, I um and just a couple of quick points. The um, and of course I'm yeah, I'm more frustrated with these losses than we are wins. But 
the um uh what was i gonna say the um how much do you think you know of course we didn't have maxi today and he would have definitely made a difference in this game um <laughs> you know how much do you think that factored into the outcome and then also they brought this up on the broadcast but um and just a general question about how many games do you think it will take to um, basically just incorporate, you know, after a trade, you know, the new people coming in, um, how fast that takes to, to get people involved? Because um, as we've seen, it takes a little while. Um, honestly, <laughs> looking back, uh, just – this past Philadelphia game seemed like the first game that Kyrie and Luca really just kind of started to mesh, like as far as the, you know, offensively goes and mm-hmm. just the whole game. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts uh, on both of those things? So the numbers since Kyrie's joined the team, the numbers have been off the charts when they're both off the floor. I, I think there's some aesthetic stuff that can kind of drive us crazy when Luca or Kyrie is not doing anything. But those two being on the floor together has enough like gravity and weight to what defenses have to do to where it's already making a big difference. We're not going to get – I mean, they each scored 30-plus points tonight. And, and if, if you're a little unhappy about the way the offense looked, I wouldn't blame you because there's times where it gets really gunky, but it works. And so it's hard to really, I've not understood the sort of national fascination with does this, when is it going to work? It's like, what are we t- it works. They can't guard. Like they're giving up 60 plus points a game in the paint. That's what's killing them. I mean, they only gave up 52 tonight, I think, but only 52, can can the can, you know it, these are these are some two thousand three style Mavs games. That's kind of the problem right now. Does that make sense? No, yeah, for sure. Like the defense is definitely the the issue, and you know I I, I don't think you're gonna get anybody to to disagree with that. Like that's yeah. At this point in the season, it's like what what are you gonna do? We already talked about Maxi coming back, like that he's the savior he came back for a couple games and it was like yeah he's you know he's decent when he's in there but he's i do think he makes a difference tonight in a two-point game i think he makes a difference i don't know where but i do think it 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 matters enough to where like a lot of folks want to want to see wood in the game late i don't think you can play wood without maxi in a late game situation i'm but again it's it's there's some complicated things going on but Overall, I feel like this is not, you know, now that we have enough of a sample size, this this makes sense. Like, they're just not going to be good on defense at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, uh, I, I agree. Like, Maxie's definitely going to make a difference, like, on a game like today. But, like, you know, I, I don't know if you caught, caught the, like, pregame or whatever. And even, like, during the halftime show, just, you know, they've said multiple times, like, Oh, you know, the Mavs, they don't play any defense. Like, ever since the Kyrie trade, like, oh, this team doesn't play defense. Like, Mm -hmm. they're just going to score at will on us, you know. I definitely um, understand that to a sense, but it's also like, you know, it it, it is what it is, you know. Like, we're we're not the – worst defensive team ever but it i i get it i get it but also I'm like okay whatever you know like 
It's I mean, that, I'm having fun. Cool. Like, I will say that, like, there's there's enough going on now to where I'm no longer, like, getting to, you know, you cover a team long enough, particularly a team that doesn't change the roster up enough, to where it really starts to feel like a slog. And, like, what we're watching now and some of the occasional weird and crazy stuff that happens is not boring. Kyrie's, like, shot making in the fourth quarter was really cool. And it's like you paired these two guys together, and, and it's it's appointment television. It really is. Oh, yeah. And the only other thing I'll say that was interesting about this game was like the bench scoring because, um, you know, obviously we have Wood and we have Hardaway coming off the bench, which like on any given night, you know, they can go for 20 plus, yep. you know, depending on depending on the night versus the Suns, you know, which they don't really have anybody that can do that. So it'll just be interesting coming playoff time, you know, if we if we end up. Uh, facing them again, um, just what that will bring. Um, they got they got all the pieces to to make a run, but you know th- there's some things that um, you know they need come playoff time. That uh, who who knows what will happen. So, but I appreciate it, Curry. Thanks. Sure, glad to have you back in here. All right, let's go to Tyron. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Kirk? Good to hear from you again. What's going on? Uh, not much, man. I'm just uh, kind of glad that it's over. I hate nationally broadcast games because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. I like Hubie, <laughs> but he was fucking grouchy. He was today, right? And uh, it's, it's Doncic, buddy, not Donkic. That, that's that's an old that's an old person thing. It's like my mom. <laughs> my mom refers to it as a washing machine, and I'm like, lady, you're. I'm gonna. This is killing me. It's not a. There is no R in this. <laughs> but yeah, nah, I mean, it was. Uh, I'm I'm okay with uh, today's loss. The, the Mavericks look. They look great today. Um, you know, all things considered, they looked pretty uh, decent last game as well. Um, I'm just kind of in the mind frame at this point of, uh, you know, expect the worst, hope for the best. Uh, we're not, I, don't, I really don't see us going that far this year. However, I think we do have the pieces in place uh, to really do something over the summer. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we liked about having Nico Harris and I mean, begrudgingly Jason Kidd now, everybody's paying on Jason Kidd. But uh, one thing that we can say about them is that they were able to attract uh, certain players to Dallas. Now we have Kyrie Irving on the roster. The whole league loves Kyrie. Uh, so hopefully this summer we'll be able to fill in some of those uh, gaps. But, I mean, you know, as of right now, with the way the season's going, with the roster that we have, it, it, it's kind of like, you know, getting mad at a puppy for chewing up shit. That's what yes. puppies do. It, and you left your stuff out for the puppy to chew on. You know what I mean? You can't get too mad at this point. My, that we, that we, analogy may hit close to home as my puppy got a hold of one of my AirPods Friday. So, Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Oh, no. But, yeah, nah, that's that's all I had. Uh, like, I'm not, nothing to be mad about at all. Uh, hopefully, Maxi gets uh, better sooner rather than later so we can get him back on the court and, and see uh, where the season goes. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you. Let's go to Emmanuel. What's up? Thanks for joining. Hit that unmute button and tell us what you got. If you're in the chat, come back out to the main page and the mute button is there along the bottom. Hey, Kirk. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, yeah, it's my first time, long time listener. 
Welcome to the show. Uh, I just want to talk about. Yeah, I just want to talk about uh, Luca because the team has a lot of problems that are not fixable. So, so I, I I have to talk about what the, that it is fixable. It's Luca, and I think it's is the last uh, few game he's very like talking with the refs and arguing and I don't think I think he's maybe hurt and until he changed something we're not going to start winning we we don't have the firepower so yeah so yeah so let me respond to you so, I'm yeah. getting a little feedback could you hit your mute button yeah thank you yeah, yeah and I want definitely want to keep talking to you here so my my main thoughts on this is is that I think that Luca has sort of he sort of tipped over in in the sense of he he has had a reputation since his rookie year, but the last several weeks it feels like everything is up a notch where he's way more demonstrative. He's way more upset. It goes back to what kid was talking about following um, the game of uh, the Lakers game. And it's, I, I, you don't shed a reputation overnight, but you got to start somewhere. And Luca has to commit to less chatter and he, he still hasn't, you know, it's been three games and he still hasn't done it. I, I don't know when he does it. I know it's part of his being, but it's, it's lost. It's, it's, it's no longer even charming. The non Mavs fans I know are pretty like tired of watching him in, in terms of this stuff. Yeah. I, I can see on Twitter that people are starting to really hate him, but it's not just that. I think he's just overweight. He's, he's at least 10 pounds overweight. You can see it in his body. And when he drives to the basket, he's not the same. And and it's really telling. And until he changed that, I don't know what's going to happen with this team. Yeah. I. It's funny because a guy that is usually in this chat, his name's Harold. He's not here today, but he, he's like Luka Doncic Weight Watch. And he sent me a message that he thought Luka looked better today. <laughs> and I, I just, I fully expect Luka to show up if they make the playoffs and I think they make the playoffs, but if, if they're able to stay out of the plan, those five days where he just like goes on like a detox for a few days and he always looks good. He always looks good coming into the playoffs. I just wish that it were like, he's got to put the pieces together in a consistent way that lasts for more than 15 to 20 game stretches. I know the season is long. I also know he's a young man. I, I do not like James Harden comps, but we're there, and I, I think they're applicable at this point. And James Harden, his first two seasons with the Rockets, he was, like, dreadfully out of shape. Not necessarily heavy, but he, he couldn't keep his wind. And then all of a sudden, he, things click into shape, and he's an MVP candidate for three straight years because he's a tank. There's one stretch of games where he misses three games in three seasons. Like that. And that's what, honestly, I think if, if Luka wants to play the way he wants to play, that's going to be part of part of the development cycle for him. I do think he gets there. You know, it's it's disappointing when he like like there's something about his body type too, where he also just seems to like show um, a little bit of bloating. Tony Romo, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, had the same problem. I think I have this problem, but I'm a nearly forty year old man. Um, but yeah, th- these are these are good points. Yeah, thanks for having sure, me. Hope you come back. Yeah. Appreciate you. All right, coming up next, then let's go to my man Micah, and then Frank is going to close this out. Micah, what's up? Give Micah a second to find the unmute button. See if he's in another app doing something else. It's not letting him talk. 
probably because he switched apps. That's okay. Mike, could come back up here in a second. Frank, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? How do you get me? How do you read me? Sound good to me. Sorry, dude. I've been drinking a little bit. So if I start slurring. Outstanding. Uh, no, man. I caught the last 90 seconds of your conversation with Emmanuel. Uh, don't know which I've already hit on, but the drunk me says, I wish... I don't care what the context is, just because Luca's our whiny. He's he's a whiny ass baby, but he's our whiny ass baby, and mm. I wish he would have. I don't know. I like punched, it. Punched uh, Booker. <laughs> no, it's it's great to have real enmity. Em, em, is that the right word? Like the the disdain, the open disdain. We don't have near enough of. There's all the politicking and that sort of stuff, but like players generally tend to be like on good terms. Those two don't like each other, and I like, and, and yeah. I think that's good. And, you know, Twitter is full of hyperbolic takes. Everybody, oh, this guy's a front. Runner. Oh, I've never seen a bigger front runner. Booker to me is tier one front runner. And like, I Lucas' quote at the end was, "I agree." You know, don't wait until the end of the game to talk shit. But I think uh, it's a great yeah, quote. They, they they might not talk shit to each other during the game because they don't want to be the reason why the other person that's right. the switch mid game, and they don't want to be the blame for, you know pulling the bill, uh, bears tail or whatever, but I don't have much to add, man. We competed, uh, Maxie not being there really hurt us. I'm if, if you really watch the game, Reggie, Tim, they all played pretty good defense at the point of attack Booker and Durant made ridiculous mid range jumper after mid range. They just were in their bag, dude. They yep. just couldn't miss. And I mean, I, 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 I give them a B plus for effort. Uh, Luca really killed us. He oversagged a lot because he just did not respecting Wayne, right? Oh, Kogi missed. So much that they actually started putting in Craig and Wainwright at the end. And those guys actually burnt Luca. Maybe he had kind of gotten some, uh, he got a little too comfortable watching Okogi miss as much as he did from the corner. Those guys came in, really burnt us. And, uh, you know, kudos to those guys, man. You got to make jump jumpers when, you know, when you're open. And how much do we complain about our guys not hitting open jump shots? So, I mean, kudos. Yep. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate you. Micah, let's give it another go. My man Micah just has the most fun with this app. Doesn't seem like it's going to work for you tonight, guy. Don't know why. That's all right. Not much to add to this game anyways, to be honest. Oliver, what's going on? Oliver still got that Porzingis jersey in his uh, his repertoire. Maybe Oliver didn't mean to join. That's okay. Hey, Kurt. Oh, hey, there we are. Welcome. Yeah, just a while to bring me in. Sure. Um, yeah, I need to change that uh, yeah, with the KP jersey. Uh, well. uh, I appreciate the early start time being over in the UK. Um, so 6 p.m. for me, so uh, not a late one. Um, but I think everything's really been said. Um, KD's just too smooth, really, when it comes down to it at the end. I don't know how you think about that. There's just no one Mavs really have to guard him, um, unfortunately. Yeah, and I it's watching KD is one of my favorite things to do when he's on because it's just mm. so pretty. And it was it was hard to yeah. at one point in the game he was 9 of 12 from the floor. It's like my goodness. Like how do you what do you do against that guy other than like mm. like foul him? And even then you foul him and he goes to the free throw line and makes all his free throws. Yeah. So I think he missed one tonight. Um, but one of my friends is a, a Suns fan and he doesn't want us in the playoffs. He can't stand it. He is a nervous wreck. He can't stand Luke. And I'm like, well, I can't stand Booker. So there you are. That's that's but, what sports is about. Like genuine, uncomfortable, yeah. like not 
hatred, but like frustration. I it's I, I would I would like it. Like there's you know you look through the the Western Conference right now, and I kind of would want to play all these teams because I think each one like the Mavericks are just capable. They're capable of losing to every single team, and they're capable of beating every single team, except maybe the Nuggets. I don't think they can beat the Nuggets. Mm, uh, I just uh, the ones I don't want is I don't want I don't want Suns because we've got sure. non-stop KD, but I don't want Clippers because sure. I've got PTSD from the last the other two times. Uh, I don't Kawhi scares yeah, I me. Play Clippers. <laughs> yeah, no, thank. You. I, I get that. Yeah, but that, that's even though they're a mess right now, but I think that's a fair point. Mm. Well, they're a mess because they load manage so much. They, if, they signed if, friggin' they're like zero and five since they signed Westbrook. Incredible Westbrook. stuff there. So. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let you get off. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Oliver. Appreciate you joining. All right, guys. This is fun. Uh, the other podcast should be up in your feed shortly. Thanks for hanging out. We'll be back on Tuesday night, and maybe I will have something Tuesday morning. Uh, just, just you know, seeing what anybody writes around and do a Moneyball Minute. We'll see. Everybody be good. Have a good Sunday. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.